0: Latest work of art and it all relates back to the synchronicities. The, synchronicities. the synchronicities. Welcome to integrate yourself everybody. I'm your host Alison Pillow and you can find me at allisonpellow.com and finally thrivingbook.com. Today we have a very special show. Uh, My guest is Cassius. He is an amazing guest. We talked about some really interesting things today. And oh my goodness, it's going to blow your mind. It blew my mind. And this is a topic I haven't brought on the show yet. And I thought I'd do something a little bit different. As I um, expand into greater awareness within myself, I felt called to share this. Today, we are getting into galactic history. We're talking about extraterrestrials today and starseed heritage. Some of you guys might not be familiar with this topic too much, but this is something I've been aware of for quite some time and haven't talked much about. I've This show, for the most part, has been uh, focused on health and the potential of healing uh, in all aspects of Dimensions of reality, really. And uh, we talk about everything from quantum physics to metaphysical healing to just holistic health. Uh, And I bring all kinds of guests that share their perspective on this show. Today is a very different one, it's a very different topic. We're talking about the Galactic Federation. Uh, Cassius channels the galactic federation he also is calls himself a shadow hunter and he explains more about what that is in the show today but um i really had so much fun talking to him on this show this was a real delight for me and just so much fun to listen to these things and open my mind to it and i hope that you will have the same experience Um, this is something that a lot of us don't know much about, but it is coming out in the news. Um, they're talking about UFOs. There's more disclosure happening. Uh, and I wanted to touch upon that topic too, because I feel like, uh, the more that we can learn about these things and get more familiar with them, this is also going to connect us with the spiritual aspects of ourself where we can start to channel this information ourselves. So. We we touch upon that. We touch upon ascension today as well, and Cassius uh, shares his story about how he got into this. And he's a Gen Zer, and this is um, the first time I think I've had a Gen Zer on the show. And he is just amazing. He's delightful and just has such a bubbly personality, and is just so. Pleasant to talk to he's got a really big heart and i've also done a session with him as well And he's he's great. He's really wonderful I highly recommend booking a session with him and learning more about your starseed heritage as well and and more about the galactic history and And all the things that are going on that we really haven't been aware of until just recently And we're learning more about it but this show was just pretty, pretty amazing. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. All right. So before we get into the show today, I wanted to leave you all with an insight and an invitation to join my next finally thriving class, class three, starting June 12th, 2023. My question to you is what will it take to just be comfortable being you? This is a question that came to me years ago when I began this journey. I didn't even know where to start. So I had to start just being comfortable being with myself, prioritizing time with myself. Um, There's something that I came across called imposter syndrome, where we go through life feeling like we're not good enough to be doing what we're doing. And I felt that heavily in my life. I felt like everything I did was imposter syndrome. Even though I'd been doing something like holistic health for years, I still felt that I wasn't good enough to be doing that. You, it leaves you with a feeling of uh, feeling like you don't know enough to be qualified to step into something different in your life. Maybe you don't feel deserving of it. So it, it, with imposter syndrome, it doesn't matter if you're a high-performing CEO, an artist, or a coach. We all go through it. But to me, it's really about healthy expression is what I came to realize. The question is, how can you express instead of suppress what's calling you to expose that about yourself? So you're exposing yourself to yourself, and so that's a very powerful thing to go through to do things and express yourself your way, despite what everyone else is doing or saying. It's rare that we have the experience of being in our own energy. So the truth is it takes prioritizing time to get to know yourself better. What would it be like to not have anything you have to fix about yourself? There was a time where I was constantly fixing myself and then I would come ac- across clients who'd come to me who wanted to do the same thing, needed to constantly be fixing themselves because they just weren't happy with who they were and they just were constantly searching, and this would include myself, um, anything, any tools, anything to make it better. So to be fully accepting yourself as you are is really the key. And how do we get to that place? It takes courage and a consistent practice to develop enough self-compassion and acceptance to be confident enough to show up as you are. So we go through that process in my Finally Thriving class and we discover that the key to everything you'd like to experience is within you and that you hold that key, only you. So that's why it's important to learn the tools to take yourself on a wellness date so that you can set time aside for yourself and getting to know yourself every day. Being in your own energy is so valuable and it helps you discern between your own energy and other people's energies. There's so much going on in the world. And so where do we stop and others begin And it's okay to pick up on other people's energy, but I find that you can do that even better and help other people if you are real clear on what you feel like. So therefore, when you do pick up on other people's energy, you're able to have discernment with that and then separate yourself enough from it so that you can be of service and you can send love and compassion to that person for what they're going through and not feel like you're getting pulled into it. So in this class, we'll be exploring how to live in creative abundance. So we're going to explore our creative abundance, what we can do to really connect with our curiosity and beginner's mindset in order to move forward with that true abundance that comes from being open to receive. And so what I'll be teaching you is how to tap into Um, letting go of self-limiting beliefs and step into your personal creatorship. So if you'd like to join us on that next class, this is a really great program also for coaches who need mentorship to be better coaches and uh, anybody really who's a leader and needs to show up more as themselves in an authentic way to create more of what they want to create. I've had people also come to me who want to write books and help, them through the creative process of that. So whatever creative project you got going on and you have a block about, I can definitely help you with that because I've been through it myself. So, uh, also I want to just congratulate class two for all the amazing work they did. Um, they just made huge steps in their self growth process and they're doing so well right now and they're living abundance Uh, in real time. So I'm so proud of them. And I just want to say congrats and so much gratitude and love to them all. So if you'd like to set up a free call with me to find out more about the class and sign up, you can head over to the link in my bio and you can set up a free call with me and we can get you signed up. So without further ado, it is my honor and my pleasure to introduce you to today's guest, Cassius. Cassius. Your life is your greatest work of art, and it all relates back to the synchronicities. The synchronicities. Today we have a very exciting show. Um, Cass- Cassius. Cassius is with us yep. today. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I, it doesn't come, I, like I'm like, yes, this is how you say it. And then when I say it, it doesn't come out right. So, <laughs> you know, that's just how it goes. But... Uh, Yes, I'm so excited to have you. I've been following you on Instagram for some time and it's it, this is going to be a very different show than what we normally have, but we are coming into some very exciting times and uh, things are changing very. I've, I've talked to everybody about this before in my audience about how the energy has shifted so much that we're gonna be able to see so many more things that we weren't seeing before. So this is what they were talking about, the Mayans when they say the veil is thinning. This is uh, over the years it has. And so we're coming to the point where we're going to be able to see the truth in everything. So therefore, we'll see what we haven't seen before. And that's what we'll be talking about today, as well as the Galactic Federation, which if you haven't heard about the Galactic Federation, um, I did an album and I I mentioned the Galactic Federation in it. um, And, you know, people are like, what is that? And it's, you know, we're going to talk more about that today and um, and how they have been here. To help us, I, I have um, you know had some experience with um, through my friend Roseanne, who everybody has seen on the show before. She does the quantum healing hypnosis hypnosis technique, and uh, which is based on Dolores Cannon's work. And we have um, through that work, we've been able to communicate a lot with extraterrestrial beings, or you know, guides and and um, archangels, those kinds of beings, and ones you can't see, but maybe sometimes you have a feeling they're there, you know, or your guides, kind of like that. But we're gonna we're gonna get into more of that thing, kind of that thing today and explain more of what's happening energetically in the world. So thank you so much for coming on today. This is gonna be a really fun show.
1: Thank you for having me, and I'm mad excited to get into this as well.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, you and I were talking beforehand about how this relates to health, and I would like to talk about that in the show today but also before we get started i'd love for you just to introduce yourself and and tell my audience more about you what you do you know, what you're known for and and where they will where they can find you you can also say that too um in the beginning and at the end as well
1: all right so what is up guys so some of you probably seen me before people know me as the alien guy because i work with command from the galactic federation and I also what they label as a shadow hunter. So I do all that type of stuff. I work with a bunch of different galactic beings and angels. And I also work with lower vibrational beings too. So I work in the whole aspect of extraterrestrials and other worlds, especially the astral realm. And that is right up my alley, everything I do.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard you speak to that before about working with the shadow and a lot of light workers are very um, uh, kind of scared to to go in that direction. But I agreed mm-hmm. with you. And, you know, I think that we have to face the shadow aspects of ourself, um, which, you know, are a representation of what we see in the outside world in order to uh, allow it to kind of dissipate and move through. Otherwise, it just stays and gets stronger. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that's a big thing that the federation was actually teaching me at the beginning of my time working with them was the yin and the yang and light and dark and now i thought i understood it i thought it made sense but then it took me a while I'll, i'll just tell you guys this little story so people that know i have seizures which are like actually really big downloads from the federation and which result in the seizures and the one time Um, I was getting a lot of information about yin and yang and I was learning a lot about it at this time in my journey. And I was still learning about it. I couldn't fully grasp it in my mind, but I knew it was an important concept that these beings wanted me to learn. And I had a download uh, one day and I woke up and I was scarred with the yin and yang symbol. I don't know if you guys could see it, but it looks like two fish chasing each other on my hand. Oh, wow. And that baffled me because I woke up And it's scarred now, so it's healed. But before, it looked like really two fish chasing each other. And I was like, what are the odds that I'm learning about yin and yang and this happens? And this also relates now. Now I'm understanding it relates a lot to um, my heritage and all of that. Because especially if you're a Lyran starseed and you remember your times in Lyra or any of your lives, you know that, that the Lyran codex, we call it, or how Lyrans live is very... Uh, mesh with light and dark like we're light beings but we're very fierce and could be warriors which is a big thing that i was supposed to learn about myself and that's something i'm still trying to get people to understand because um it depends on the types of beings if you talk about pleiadians they're warriors but they're not known for like warriorship so they're more like light workers and then arcturians are more mind and that and then lyrans are more known for the warriorship And so depending on where you're from and the beings you interact with, they have different cultures and lifestyles, but they all have this culture um, based on their history and what they went through. And it's interesting to see how all their minds work because each of them have different ways of seeing the world. So you go to the Arcturians and they're going to want to help you become more like to master your mind and mesh that with spirit. Oh, and then yeah. you go to the libraries and they want to teach you how to mesh the darkness and become a warrior. So then you can protect the light. So all depends on where you go. And just the fact that each of them have different cultures like that always fascinates me because I'm always learning too.
0: Yeah. I love, I love your perspective on that because that, that makes sense. I've I've seen that too, but I haven't put that together yet cuz mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i'll listen to i've been listening to a lot of Dolores Cannon books lately and some of the people channel through uh beings that are really about the mind about mastering the mind and then others are about talking about the heart you know and mm-hmm. um it's really interesting i um i in, i've in the past i really what got me on this Path of getting interested in in extraterrestrials was uh, when I first read Barbara Marciniak's books uh, on the Pleiadians. She channeled the Pleiadians, and it really resonated with me. I thought, "My God, this is speaking to me because this is how I felt most of my life." You know, I was like, "Oh, I got finally, finally, life makes sense." And um, but but yeah, it's good to know like that th- within that subset like there's a lot of different cultures within that and a lot of different ways of approaching enlightenment as well Mm -hmm. um i love how you how you said that yeah
1: yeah because we're always so focused on one way it has to be love and light but if you go that way okay like in all my lives i've always looked at the pleiadians as very like too bubbly in my opinion, so when I was, this is before I incarnated on Earth, I always like I worked with the Pleiadians a lot, but they were always so like they're always like this and happy and like they're light workers, so they're always like we'll go anywhere and we'll help them out with light. And the Pleiadians I see here, and some of them they don't even remember they're Pleiadian, but they act as a Pleiadian. I'm just like, oh my god, you're so Pleiadian. They're like, what? And I'm like, nothing. You, you just never mind, <laughs> right? Like, uh, so it depends on the beings. Even my dad is an Arcturian, and he doesn't fully understand this stuff yet, but he's so like mind based. And in before my lives in Arctur or in, like the stars too, um, before my life here, Arcturians, I was always on. In- The fence with them because they're so mind based and they're very like logical. And I always never had good experiences with people like that, but they're very knowledgeable. Like, I had the Arcturians come in last week to teach me some stuff. Like, they came through my portal, and right when they told me, they're like, Yeah, we're from Arcturus, we're here. I went, Here we go, right? (laughs) But I was also like, Okay, I'm ready for the knowledge. And they taught me some really good stuff. I was like, Wow, like very intricate stuff on dimensions and things like that it was really good but like <laughs> when they left i was like okay guys thank you like it's just i know i have that bias but yeah they're so interesting
0: yeah that's that's great that you can find the value though in that you know and and get that that wisdom from them and then leave the rest behind you know so- <laughs> yeah <laughs> well tell me about uh i'd really love to hear about how you got involved with the galactic federation like what what was there like a a moment where you, where they reached out to you you got a message how did that all happen
1: um i do need to make some more content on what it's like working for the galactic federation because people don't fully understand and it is kind of intricate but generally i always and a lot of people that do are that are star seeds find that they do work for the federation but don't even know it yet so for me it started with getting assignments on like this is when i started getting more conscious and i understood my starseed heritage and all that and then i didn't i didn't remember my lives yet like i do now so i was just like oh yeah i'm a Lyran and i do this and i do that and they would send me on assignments but it, i thought it was just the universe so i would say oh the universe is sending me on assignments so maybe it'd be like for example um there's a kid at the skate park who's being bullied and he's very conscious he's like a starseed And he needs someone to be there to help guide him or whatever. So I would dream about that. And I'd be like, okay, like this is a message from them. So at the beginning, I was just like, okay, we'll see. And they would always be right. So I was just like, okay, I guess the universe is sending me on assignments. But then it got, after a while, I started learning that actually was the Federation. I don't know how I came about it. Um, I just realized, oh no, it's actually the Federation. And then I started getting updates on... Um, That's when, as soon as I started realizing that stuff, I started getting more downloads. So I would get a download and then I'd wake up from the download and I'd be like, whoa, like my mind is so different. And I would like search. So I would spend the time meditating and searching my mind for what is different. And sometimes it'd be downloads about um, my lives um, and things like that. And really it's just, you don't even label them as your lives. You're just like, I remember who I was before I incarnated here. So like you gain more aspects of yourself. And so as okay, soon as I started yeah. realizing, I just started doing more assignments for them and they started getting a little more intricate and more galactically political. So it'd be <laughs> like, it'd be like, all right, you got to go to the skate park, which a lot of them are at the skate park. Um, and there's some starseed kids that are very royal, like royal starseeds from Orion, and they're going to be attacked by reptilians soon. And at this point I was like, all right, man, we're going to see. All right. Cause that's a little whoa. Yeah, and then I literally I go to the skate park, and the kids came up to me the two that I was told, and they're like, "Yo, um, I keep being attacked by reptile beings, and they follow me everywhere." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, wow. this is for real.
0: Yeah. And
1: then they were like, "They're like, oh my god, they keep attacking me and this and that." And I said, "No, it's okay. I got you." So I would do what I can, and it resulted in a lot more like being attacked by reptilians and literal shapeshifters among us and stuff, a lot of intricate stuff. But it was interesting to see how for real it is and how they're very much among us, very much. And a lot of them are just incarnated in human bodies. And so it's like they're star seeds or like I would even call them dark seeds or like demon seeds and yeah. they're here in a human body. And so then you learn the politics of it. And then the Federation's like, okay, this girl is a witch and she's getting into it, but you need to guide her. So then she goes to the light side. These are, she goes to the dark side. The reptilians are going to come for her. And then she's going to end up working for them, which is going to result in this. And it goes even bigger and more and more. So then I see how important it is. And I'm like, don't worry. Like I got it. And so that relates to a lot of my shadow hunting is fighting a lot of darker beings, but I've been doing that for a very long time before this incarnation. So I, it's just like doing what I usually do.
0: Yeah. So this is your purpose. Yeah. It it mm-hmm. seems like I've got so many questions for you from that, but um, it seems like your purpose, like some people's purpose is to see that kind of thing and other people's is to not, you know, as much. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that that's so interesting. And I, I was going to say, like, I've heard also that there's some reptilians that are, that are of the light and some are
1: not. Is that true? 100%. My mom is actually reptilian starseed and she comes from the, uh, she was around during the Lyra Draconian Wars, which we could talk about if you like after. Yeah, sure. Um, and she was dark before and then she turned light. She didn't like the way the Draconian Empire was going. So she ended up turning into a lighter Draconian. And it's funny because reptilians that are on the positive side, are very powerful especially with healing like they're so good at healing and when i found that my mom was a reptilian she was she was already getting into reiki and healing people and she's good at it so i was like whoa and now with my abilities it's like i don't even see her as human i see a reptilian now and i love it and my sister is uh an anunnaki And if you were to meet her and you knew about Anunnaki, you'd be like, yeah, she's such a, she's definitely not Anunnaki because she's such (laughs) a princess. And my dad is an Arcturian and he's the one struggling with spirituality the most as most Arcturians do. So yeah, definitely reptilians. There's a lot of positive ones.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. And and does your mom know she's a reptilian?
1: She does. Um, They all don't know their past lives as much yeah. But she recognizes that she is a reptilian star and it fascinates her.
0: Oh, that is fascinating. Yeah. Um. What? Okay. So before we go any further with that, like I just wanted to touch upon you sharing what the Galactic Federation is, because I'm I'm sure that most of my audience doesn't even know what that is. I've I've been I've known about the Galactic Federation for a long time, but um. That, you know, but I don't know that I could really explain it to people about mm-hmm. really what that is. You know,
1: I used to struggle to actually <laughs> tell people what it is because I would ask them too. I'm like, "What are you guys?" And they'd be like, "Well, humans are gonna struggle understanding, but essentially, in the most in, in the best way I could explain it to, it is basically a government body of extraterrestrials from around the galaxy who have paired like a union to create a government. So they're all in unison. Um it's like it's almost like a like imagine like a if we had like a global government where all the countries come together. It is like that and they all work work in terms of uh making sure peace is among the galaxy and all that. It got the Galactic Federation got funded um a while back in history. I'd say for people that do know about this, it'd be near a bit after the Lyra Draconian Wars, which is very like a very um, like noted time in galactic history, which humans are going to be taught as well. And um, yeah, really, it's just a government body and a lot of different beings work in it. And um, it's crazy to see how Earth governments talk about it now, because they're all in the news talking about it. You see it mm-hmm. now, especially with Starseed stuff. And they're slowly emphasizing to people like, yo, like the Galactic Federation is real, as they've been saying on the news. And all these government bodies are actually afraid of the Galactic Federation. Like, they're like, we want nothing to do and mess with them.
0: So they've known about crazy. them for a long time. Yeah. Yes.
1: Even at one point, I'm pretty sure Kim Jong-un said that he wants nothing to do with the Galactic <laughs> Federation.
0: They're scared like, of wow. it. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they're all petrified. And when I asked, do I have to be worried about, um, you know, ever being like killed like do i i don't want to be assassinated like some of these other people I have back in history and i was told no you're fine because they would not the galactic federate or the beings here humanity if they were to kill off a galactic ambassador which they call it then they would be in trouble by the galactic federation so oh, right. the, go- the government can't kill anybody or do anything to starseeds or galactic ambassadors because they would be in trouble as well
0: Wow. Yeah. That's good to know. That's good to know you're protected.
1: Yeah. The most they could do is try and hinder your growth, which is what I've noticed with a lot of star seeds, is that reptilians will be sent to um hinder someone's growth and to stop them, especially if they're very, very powerful. It's like we need to send a being there to make sure they don't realize their power yet or hinder it. So I notice a lot mm-hmm. of times they'll do that, but they'll not they'll never like actually hurt them they'll just do things to hinder their growth or to stop like a
0: handler or something like that yeah right
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: do you think that's happened to a lot of people in entertainment in the music industry um
1: yes uh i'm still trying to understand fully like how they got assassinated because i know like um uh john f kennedy he was doing a lot not just trying to end segregation and stuff but he was doing a lot related to extraterrestrials he had a heavy et involvement really um yeah he really did and i've been reading i'm still reading about it now it's interesting and he wanted to disclose all this et stuff um and then he got and there was a lot more multi-layered stuff which they were like we just gotta kill him off michael jackson was a starseed and I don't know for sure how that works because I know they killed him, but mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it. I don't know maybe if that time it was more lenient. I'm not quite sure, right. but I know nowadays they could not do like how they used to handle it then.
0: It, it, yeah, that makes sense because they're it's not happening anymore mm-hmm. that I'm noticing. Yeah, it happened a lot for a while for a big stretch, right? Right. Um. Okay, so. Yeah, that's that's a lot of stuff. Well, I was gonna ask, like, okay, let's get into like disclosure now. As far as like you, you touched upon the news, beginning to talk about these things about aliens and and extraterrestrials, um, and I've noticed that too, and it's mind blowing because I've never witnessed that in my life. I never thought I'd see the day when that would happen, but it's just it's <laughs> right. so interesting. Like, what are you? Why now? Why are they doing that now? Because what I guess I I get is that the energy is shifting so much that they can no longer really hide the truth of what's happening.
1: They have to disclose it now. This is actually humanity's third chance. The first time they tried with humanity was during biblical times. And with Jesus, Jesus was just a Pleiadian, by Ah, the way.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So he was trying to show people he was just setting example of what you could do, which is ascension, which is a whole nother thing. It's more quantum physics than anything. And um, then he realized that humanity wasn't ready at that time. The second time was like the Middle Ages. Um, And I think actually we could go even farther back to Atlantis. That was an attempt to see if humanity was ready, evolved way too quick. So now this is humanity's final chance to prove themselves and the government actually knows all about it. They know there's a lock in which we can't leave the planet because they've locked us out from the rest. It's like a parental lock. So they're like, you guys can't leave yet. So you guys got to stay here. And they know that they have to Truth, the truth always comes out. So they know they have to tell people the truth, which they have been doing through the media. That's been their way of not getting karma is by telling the people the truth in some way that's not telling them the truth and so that's where we get all conspiracy theorists and all that but now um with all the amount of star seeds being uh, placed on earth at this time it is sparking way more conscious um arising which is resulting in now human souls and just human beings and animals even Growing and becoming way higher vibrational, which is resulting in the darker agendas that are on the planet to they're basically playing their last cards now. They're like, okay, what can we do now to release the truth? Because the Federation also told the governments, they said, you got to release the truth or we will. So the government like, okay, well, we might as well do it in a way that keeps us in power. So they're going to, they're going to try and um, distort it now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I did have, a, I won't say the name, but I did have a celebrity message me and they told me exactly that disclosure will be distorted. That's all they told me. And I that was makes like,
0: sense. That's, that's what I've been getting too." Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I told them, I'm like, I know, but, um, the, you know, the elites don't even know that, you know, their empire is going to fall as well. And he just liked it. And then I said, what else do you know that you're not telling me? And he just put a little laughing emoji and smirking emoji. And he's also a star seed. And he has a like, very popular like pop star. And so I was just like, wow, Like, thank you for the confirmation. Because this is what the Federation always tells me. So it's crazy to see that now coming into play. So they're always, they now have to tell people. But they want to tell people in a way that's like, They don't want them being open to um, extraterrestrials too much or realizing the truth too much because then that's freedom and they don't want freedom. They want everybody being boxed and they want essentially just control.
0: Wow. Yeah. So what are they, what truth are they scared of us finding out as it relates to the extraterrestrials? Like what is it? The fact that we aren't going to need that anymore or, you know, it's going to be a whole new level of potential within us all when when we experience that.
1: It's very egotistical because they just want to keep their power and they live very third dimensional consciousness, which is what they want for the rest of the planet. And it's not even their fault because this also relates to more galactic politics with the draconians infiltrating this planet as well. So A lot of you know, I know you guys heard about all the conspiracy theories of the Illuminati and reptilian beings, all of that is true, and that is what's been happening here. And so now there's a huge it's really a huge war. There's all these galactic beings here on this planet and darker galactic beings here. And humans are just walking amongst themselves, not even understanding. They're like, yeah, I just met a cool human or I just met a really weird person. Right. So they don't even understand what is going on. But now everybody's consciousness is raising. Everybody's consciousness is raised to fourth dimensional So they're aware of spirit, at least the basic spirits, astral projection, and the fourth dimension energy. So now everybody's understanding this and we're getting to the point where we're being prepared for 5D Earth, which is basically 5D is soul level. So you have physical 3D, astral 4D, and soul 5D. So 5D is where everybody's going to live, but you can live 5D while having a physical body. Which is the goal, basically, how you ascend, really. And so that's why you hear about the 4D or the 3D and 5D Earth against each other, because the Draconian Empire is fighting the Galactic Federation and other Galactic Councils, which are fighting on this one planet. And this one planet is crazy important, especially humanity. Like being a human being, I actually am very grateful. And humans are very powerful and I've never been in a body like a human body before. So it's just really, humans don't even understand their own power yet, which is interesting.
0: That is really interesting. Yeah. I believe that too. We're all trying to, yeah, I, uh, just being in the healing realm, I've noticed, I've learned so much about, um, the potential of healing in the mm-hmm. body and pe- people don't even understand that within themselves. And that's what I've been sharing a lot of is like, you know, you have it all within you um, through my uh, experience with holistic health, through um, uh, pranic healing and, and those kinds of things. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. And, and most people don't even um, really step into that kind of power within themselves. They really outsource that to other people other institutions right mm-hmm. um but i feel like there is a definitely from my experience there there is a heightening of consciousness i've i've noticed people talking about things that i would have never guessed they would talk about before and coming to a place of realization in their life that is just so beautiful and and so much more high vibrational than it than it was when i knew them before and my clients are are doing the same thing and they're just really reaching new heights um of understanding about themselves and consciousness so i think they mm-hmm. i mean i know there is some big energy shifting going on and so what what i've also um has come, come to me is that as we continue to raise our vibration and i've been helping people with that because i feel like that's the best way to um resolve what we've been do. you know, what we've been under this during this time is, you know, as that happens, as people raise their consciousness, then the the darkness, the shadows, the people that were are trying to stop people from growing are, are are not going to have that same power anymore. And I feel like that's already happening. I can kind of feel the energy of it and feel like mm-hmm. it's just not as strong as it used to be. Is that something you're seeing too?
1: Mm -hmm, definitely you know what we were talking i was just like this girl is such a pleiadian because (laughs) you are you're so bright and you're like you're so light and you're focused right when you said you're focused on raising the vibration i'm like yes and you've been here for a long time so you're kind of used to humanity and the planet and stuff so like like you this is my first incarnation here so you're wiser about earth than i am but you are just like yeah, you you are crazy, like wise too.
0: Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. Ah, oh, that touches my heart.
1: <laughs> I can't wait for you to learn about your pleading heritage because I know you're going to get more star seed or um star family visiting you maybe in the astral. Okay, and um, especially when ETs come among us, which they've been preparing people for uh, this year. They want disclosure this year. And which is going to be happening throughout the year because the agenda was then to have ets coming to earth for next year but they always push it back because humans are very like this is where another part of humanity's power is that it's like they are predictable but unpredictable at the same time so they're like okay we're gonna help humans by doing this and they'll update me they're like okay well um do you think can you do this so the humans can be like this but i'm like okay i could do this assignment but it may not work out because of this you never know where this human's going to go and they're like we know but you know more can you just do this and see and do it your way they always say do it your way that's why we chose you cuz you got to do it your way i'm like okay i'll i'll see what i can do and yeah. then i could somehow figure it out or rare occasion maybe i can't and they're like it's too much so it's like human humanity is too predictable and unpredictable but that is because human humans are in their teenage phase mm-hmm. so they look at humans as very primitive but in a teenager like they could go light or dark they could be the, the next like protectors of the galaxy or they could be the next destroyers and start another draconian war so yeah. what's happening here is it is very political. It's like whatever way it goes is going to result in, like if it goes a dark way, it'll result in a huge galactic war, which they are trying to prevent. But if it goes a light way, then Earth is going to be, Earth is known as the blue marble, they call it. It's very beautiful, so diverse in every way. And that's like, that's the most rarest thing in our galaxy. So they want Earth to be like uh, the new Galactic Federation command center. And they already told me where um, the hubs are on the planet are going to be of like the capital of Earth, which is supposed to be Dubai. And I thought that was really interesting. Oh, wow. I'm like, it, when I look at it, I'm like, that totally makes sense when I look at it.
0: Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, I, I can see that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you know about the Z's? Because I, I, I follow Lee Harris uh, energy. I, I don't know if you know him, but he. um He channels the Z's and and his books and, and what he talks about really resonate with me as well. Like, do you know anything about those extraterrestrials?
1: He channels very specific, like a specific culture. So I don't know much about them, but I know they are like, I know generally what racial group they belong to. So it's like, you could say you're Pleiadian, but you could be like, really, I'm I'm a Zorgon, which is a type of Pleiadian. Oh, I so see. So Yeah, so he's very in-depth with that culture, and that culture is meant to bring a certain aspect for humanity that we need, which I'm curious to see what that is, too. I've never heard about them.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense, though. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I really connect with that, too. Um, okay, so I'd love for you to... Uh, move on to the, what we were going to talk about with the Lyrians and the the war. I know I saw that one post that you posted about that. And um, I'd love for you to just expand on that as well.
1: Mm -hmm. I actually want to make a video about this because it is an important part of galactic history. It's just like learning about world war one and two, basically it is like one of the most iconic places. So I'll try and keep it as short as possible. But, but at the beginning of galactic history, there was n- really no beings in the physical. So all the beings were like 5D or higher. And so the Lyrans were the first beings to descend in the physicality. And they chose Lyra, and which is to this day still where the most habitable planets are. And so from then they were... They were five D beings in three D bodies, so they were very pure, very light. There was um, like lion, feline beings, avian beings, and humanoids, which looked very like like what a Caucasian person would look like here.
0: Is that why they had and, the uh, cats in in Egypt? They worshipped the cats. Did,
1: oh, there we go. Sorry. You got um, okay. Yes. So the felines are seen as very like strong beings, but at this time they did not know anything about war, or deception, or none of that. They're very they just came from 5D. So beside them was a star constellation called Draco. Now these beings were kicked out of their other universe and thrown into this one by the other beings that they were at war with. So they were already 4 billion years old at this point. So they're very advanced. But they were dark consciousness. So they were definition of darkness. Anything, the darkest of dark you could think of is what they were. And that's what they liked. So when they fell upon the Lyrans, it was literally like light and dark meeting each other. So it's known as like they want to the beings out there want to make this like a disney movie for earth in like a few years because <laughs> literally like the lightest beings that are like La, da, 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 and then the <laughs> darkest of beings that want to literally eat people meeting right. at one time and um at this point now remember the lyrans are actually the ancestors of all the other beings so at this point they were spreading out in the galaxy so there was Syrians now, Pleiadians, and they all kind of evolved on their own, so they're evolving to be different beings. But they all looked at Lyrians as their ancestors. Okay. So I remember at this point, I was—I can only speak on my experience during that time—was I was princess on a planet called Avalon, and I was, I, I was in between a feline being and a humanoid. So I loved the—I basically looked like just a Caucasian woman. And I was princess. And I remember at that time when the Draconians came, my father, which was king, he was like welcoming them with open arms. He's like, come in, come in. But me and there was a large group of the population that didn't trust the Draconians. And I was one of them. And I tried to convince my dad. And he would not. I don't know if he was afraid to, but he was just like, no, it's fine. We'll help them go to the light, whatever and um long story short they end up there was something that sparked war and it was like a little disagreement and it end up it was still the most catastrophic event that happened in the galaxy or even the universe they say they just came in and they just killed off as many as they could and took them as like slaves and as food and it was it about like 50 million lyrans lost their lives at that time Uh and they started spreading out and i remember i i escaped including some of my siblings and um i remember i kept saying never again like never will we let this happen again and be and let these dark beings do anything like this to us again um and i went to andromeda to learn how to fight And a bunch of other people spread out. So some Lyrans you may meet today, and they're very, some of them are warriors here because they fought in the wars or they're really light because they went to a new place, a star place, and uh, they went there to escape all darkness altogether. So now that they're here, they have a hard time being around darkness. Mm, Um, Or they're like, I'm not Lyran. Like I'm Syrian now because they've totally let go of Lyra altogether. But um, during that war, I came back to fight and I felt like it was my fault. Mm -hmm. So I still am like trying to heal from some of the stuff then. But I felt like it was my fault because I was princess as a royalty. It wasn't anything related to ego. It was like you're born as a royal and your job is to you were born to lead and protect the people. Right. So I felt like it was my fault. And so I stayed the whole wars to fight. And so probably lasted a few million years. And um, I stayed to fight and overall, I got destroyed. And I was still mad. So I became a bounty hunter after that. And I was just, I was still, I was hunting down as much draconians as I could in the galaxy. And if you guys know, if you guys look up Zero Suit Samus or like um, the Samus story, I was watching that I'm like, did they write this about me? Because it's literally what my lives as a bounty hunter looked like. And I watched the whole story of Samus and it is exactly like my lives. Like the Federation wanted me to be on their side because they heard about this princess from Lyra fighting in the galaxy and protecting the galaxy. And they wanted me on their side, but I didn't like governments because there's still corruption in them, especially at that time, the Federation still being built up. So I said, I'm just being a lone bounty hunter. Like I'm not going with nobody. And later on down the line, I end up joining them. And I joined them in a way that was like, if I join you, I'm doing it my way. So I was applying for commander, which still am at this point. So this is like my mission to see like if I could be commander as well.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So in a way, you're also clearing the karma of those other lifetimes. Is that what you're feeling? Yeah.
1: I'm still more, um, like, I wouldn't say it's karma. It's like, it's so hard to explain. It's like mentalities and traumas.
0: Like the the programming of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because I was
1: still getting, at the time when I was first getting the memories back, because the Federation is like, okay, you're ready for memories now. I would, I was having like a panic attack when I was first seen the Lyra Draconian Wars because I'm seeing these beings like eating people and mm-hmm. torturing them and stuff and it, it was the most horrible thing ever and then, then I started getting the fire again. First I was sad and then I got angry because then I'm seeing the Draconians are here too and the Federation's like yeah a lot of Lyrans left Earth like when they joined the Starseed program because the Draconians are here more heavily now But I'm like, I've been fighting the draconians all my lives. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Like It's it's, it's fun (laughs) to me now. So now it's like, at first it was hard because I'm like, I was princess and I failed my people. And now Earth, like I see the galaxy as my home now. And the draconians are now here doing the same thing they were doing to Lyra here. Because even in Lyra, they were deceiving. They were like working from the inside and taking control. And blatantly like killing us. So oh, wow. they're doing the same thing on Earth. And it kind of hurt me at first and it still does, but now I use that as fire. It like makes me want to fight more for my people, which is everybody in the galaxy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen that on your account. It's I think you have on there this uh protect the people is what you have on there. People yeah. come
1: first. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. That's how I
1: still live by Um, you know, I actually found my hardest challenge while being human is the ego because humans haven't like DNA wise, they haven't evolved to not have their ego, like mess with them. They're still, again, they're teenagers. So being here, I realized my biggest challenge is the ego. And it's like, I remember who I am and who I was, but then it's like the ego Gets involved and then it, it just it corrupts things. So I found that to actually be my biggest challenge. And some people that come from very high vibrational planets or they are very pure may find that as well. It's like it's hard to uh, be in a body like, this, especially because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel like you're being held down by weights, and yeah. you realize like you're, the shell is you're not used to a shell that's so heavy. So a lot of star seeds face down i always wondered why i felt so weird or like my mind why my mind worked so different and why i was always called an old soul when i was younger and it's like then you start remembering who you are and then you're like oh and and when you come into a human body like the human body isn't meant or programmed to allow you to remember so you go through a whole process of remembering who you are and then when you do then you're also upgrading the human body and then when you have children your children your human body's upgraded just from your soul being in, in this body and then their bodies are going to be more dna wise upgraded so you'll notice a lot of kids now they're very intuitive mm-hmm. and they're very strong because a lot of them now are seeds being placed ready for the new shift and because their parents were more conscious, some of them, and <laughs> that DNA-wise allowed the human body to be more powerful, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. It does make a lot of sense. And I also see them being manipulated as well. There's some manipulation going on as well for that generation. I'm, uh, it, but, you know, uh, I think that's part of it, part of the people trying to like... Um, kind of stop what's coming, you know, in a way. So yes, yeah. the
1: whole thing happening here is really a giant war, and you make people mm-hmm. see. People will call it a spiritual war because it is the beings that are involved are mostly fourth and fifth dimensional. Like the Draconians are fourth dimensional now. Most of them don't have three D bodies; they have four D bodies, and because okay. we're becoming more aware of the dimensions. It's going to get to the point where we see the 4D just like the 3D and we see them among us and we can interact with them because it's just people living on different levels. And so all everything that's happening, I want people to understand this as well, is that the war is very in-depth and intricate and deceptive. So even what you see on the TV, what your kids watch, a lot of this is programming, as most of you know. Or like you go to school, the school program is, you know, programmed by it has draconian influence, Um, the media draconian influence, a lot of people that are put in the front have draconian influence or sold their soul, like they say, which is really just working with the lower vibrational being and then make you making a deal with that lower vibrational being, which is kind of like selling your soul because you're like, okay. Um, The dark being, which is typically draconians, which is the whole people say Satan and demons they are really just draconians. And they're like, okay, so they'll go to a famous person and they'll say, we'll give you fame. We'll give you money and wealth. But when you die, you have to come with me. You have to give your soul to our empire. And people here, again, it's very deceptive. So they're just like, okay, sure. I'm down. I'm getting money. And then they do right. it. And they don't realize, whoa, like. I Yes, I got all of this, but some of them, they get corrupted. So they go from very light and you see them before and now they're kind of darker and they give hints of Illuminati or Satanism stuff. And that's because they're getting corrupted by the being that they essentially sold their soul to. Right. So I don't like calling it soul your soul because it sounds very kind of religious, but it's really just making a deal with a dark galactic being, which is part of the draconian agenda for here.
0: Can they ever get out of that though? Can they ever, you know, get out of that that spot if they're if they have made that kind of contract?
1: Not that I know of. Because it's just like it's very common for draconians to do this. They've been doing this all over the galaxy. Most people that remember or know, they're like, yeah, this is how they do. They always go to planets and they make a deal, which is actually what they've done here. They went to the government and they said, okay, we will give you guys power over your whole population. We'll give you technology, which is the biggest one. And and we're going to give you just essentially power, but you have to work for us and you got to now give some of your people to us. So basically as either like food or slaves or whatever it is they want to do with them. And the government's like, okay, deal. So the whole government, people say it's corrupted and very dark, has Satanism agenda. It's just the draconian influence. And um, that also relates to like royal family stuff. It's very political. You'll notice all this political stuff. It's very much E.T. Almost all of it is E.T. involvement to the 100.
0: Yeah, well, that makes so much sense that that is going on behind the scenes, because mm-hmm. that's the feeling you get from it. It's just like, we're... You know, these people aren't the smartest people in the world. So, how did they get that much power? You know, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, and, and, you know, the same thing with people in entertainment. I mean, some of them are really talented, but some of them aren't that, you know, the most talented people in the world either. So, it's just really interesting. Um, well, I know we're coming up on the hour, but do you, do you, ha- how much time do you have today? I, I don't oh, want to go over as long, too much. As long okay. As the- because mm-hmm. I this is just it just is opening so many things for me. Um <laughs> and it's gonna be really this is gonna be a lot for people, I think, too, but it's really fascinating. I love it. Um so and you know, I, I know what you're saying, Tim. I know this is true because I've had I have a friend who experienced a, a hypnosis session and uh saw that same vision that you were just describing. Um that you saw, and with that war happening, with with you know, and that's, I was like, wow, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's the second time I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, oh man, yeah, there's so many things I, I want to. I talk know a you little, have a lot
1: going through your mind. It's right like, <laughs>
0: wait a minute, hold on, let's get this organized. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to also, what was coming to mind also was, um, because we could talk about the all that stuff forever, but mm-hmm. I do want to bring a light to this you know and so uh uh i want to talk a little bit about ascension because this is also happening at the same time right
1: ascension is actually way easier than people think and i I want a new word for it because it sounds so like mystical when really it's way easier like the way the galactic federation and the arcturians explain dimensions to me i'm like why don't y'all like why don't they teach that now? Like they teach it so like intricate, they're like, oh, this and that. But the way they're teaching it, it's so easy. So with ascension, it's really just becoming fifth dimensional, which is soul level. So look at it like this. So you have each level of existence in the universe, which see those dimensions as like chakras of the universe. Just like how you have a root chakra, which is the lowest vibration in your crown the highest. The third dimension and the ones below it are the lowest, so like your root chakra, the root of the universe, and like the twelfth dimension is like the highest, which is closest to source and the created, the creator or source. We just call it because it's the big energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, beings descending in the physicality is them becoming more powerful because they're getting they're getting lower in the chakras of the universe, which is making them more powerful. So like if you have a physical body, you have more power over an astral being that may come into your room, like a spirit because you have a physical body. Right. So you have more power than that being does. So the lower you go, the more power you have, but a lot of beings go lower and then they lose their awareness. So they get stuck in a dimension, which is why people talk about 3d consciousness and being stuck in the matrix and all of that, because the the matrix really was a documentary but when you understand it in the way i'm explaining it it'll make total sense right. it's just like you have your body and who you are and you notice this this is really just a game it's like we're in this 3d realm then when you die you realize you're just a spirit and you're just you really just stuck with your astral body and you realize whoa like i don't have a physical body anymore what do i do and then you have a portal that greets you people that will greet you family members that are like okay come through the portal and we're gonna bring you to where you go before you incarnate anywhere which is just like movie soul and all these beings you go there and then you go over your incarnations what you learn and you choose another which is like jumping into a video game you could choose um, what experience you want and that is like the ego it's like who you are but as a soul you are a fragment of source so it's like when you're 5D, you remember, yes, I'm a soul and I'm a fragment of the universe. But your ego is who you are as a being that's separated from source. So it's like how me and you are souls. We're the same, but we have different egos because we have different pathways of life. So we're individuals, but we are same because we are at a soul level. So that is where 5D comes in. You know, as people talk about 5D consciousness, like it's all happy and love (laughs) and all of that. And it really is, but that's a result of your understanding. So you get 5D and you're all, you feel like you're in a Disney movie. Like you are so happy. (laughs) Right. It's just like, you want to sing up and down the road and you just realize you're a soul and you embrace this no matter how dark it gets, you embrace what's happening here. But if you're low in consciousness and dark things happen, you get lost. You're like, oh, I got this to do and not to do. And you get stressed and your vibration goes low. That's because you're not operating on a 5D level. So just look at it like that. So you could achieve 5D in a 3D body. And then ascension happens when like you saw how Jesus died. And then he came back as like a light because you can't fully become a 5D being and operate on that level if you have a 3D body. So it's like you become Mm -hmm. 5D and then it's like, what's the point of having a 3D body? I'm like, I'm 5D now. So then you abandon the whole 3D and 4D body altogether and you're just light. So that is ascension.
0: Oh, gotcha. But you
1: do need to leave your physical body, but you could just like the Pleiadians and the Lyrans, you could be 5D, but live within the 3D because it's like, you want the experience of having a physical body, but as an ascended being like you, it's like you don't need a physical body, but you're a starseed. You, you're you a light worker. You want to help planets that are in this ascension process. So you decide to jump in a physical body of that civilization and show them, just like Jesus, how to ascend. And you rely on your spirit to remember who you are. And then you remember, and then you become powerful. And then from then, it's like, okay, well, I helped your civilization. And the civilization becomes awake and then everybody all the star seeds like reveal themselves they're like yeah we're aliens we've been here which is like what's going to happen here it's like when they reveal aliens all the star seeds are going to take off their masks and be like (laughs) yep like we've been here we've been helping Everybody's like, oh my god so you're from arcturus you're an alien and you never told me all my life and it's like yeah sorry (laughs) like (laughs) it's gonna be like that in just in a few years from now which is so damn cool (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah so okay the, so the last question i have for you is um yeah what are, what what can we expect um i mean that that's a kind of a loaded question but you know like <laughs> changes from minute to minute but with all the solar flares and the earth's frequency the you know um the Schumann resonance going up. And that's really, I can, I can feel my body's changing on a physical level every day. I'm getting Mm -hmm. tons of downloads every night. I'm having a lot of like prophetic and visual dreams more so than I ever have. And Mm so it's like where, you know, it just keeps ramping up and it just feels like it's kind of endless and, which is, I'm not complaining. It's just, I'm wondering like where this is leading us, you know, in some yes. ways,
1: you know? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of complicated because again, humanity is so unpredictable. Yeah. So they always, like they wanted exposure of everything to happen in like 2020, but then all, all the complicated stuff happened and then they pushed it back. So they would tell me they're like, okay, we want disclosure this year. But then they may have to push it back. So it ended up getting pushed back to 2023. And now it's it's happening at present moment. And they want, but we don't know if 2024 is going to be like that more or if it's going to be, okay, everything's disclosed. Now all ET stuff could be revealed now. Like ET knowledge and stuff could come to earth from the beings coming to earth now. So what is next is even more truth about what is actually out there. So you're getting understanding spiritually who you are and you're a star seed. So all this stuff is kind of normal to you, but for human beings and human souls, we're here to help them. So it's like, we're bringing our insight as a star being incarnated human body. We have the knowledge of being in a human body in this civilization and being out there and already have done all the stuff that humans are going through right now. So we have the wisdom that they are looking for. So next is knowledge and understanding about the truth and showing humanity what is really out there. It's like getting giving a teenager a car and having them drive out and see what's actually out there. It's like that now, like soon humanity is gonna be given the car. And once everything is out, All star even star family is going to come here like your star family is going to come here and be like oh my god nice to meet you like you're a human and uh, we're finally we could like see you here so all like all star families are going to start coming to visit star seeds and then everybody's going to know the truth about star seeds. And they're going to be like, it's going to be the new thing where you're walking around. It's like, you're a starseed, And they're like, yep. And it's like, <laughs> where are you from? And then they're like, oh, I'm from here. And then like, oh, that's so cool. So it's going to be a huge, cool thing of meeting aliens and human bodies. And everybody's going to be so fascinated. I think if you're talking about like what is next, like chronologically, I would say starseeds and even more spiritual understanding. So just mm-hmm. um just like, oh well, uh like more philosophical. So humans are getting more philosophical and that results in more conscious understanding. So even everybody, even people that you don't even aren't even in the consciousness, you notice they're living a little more philosophical. And you're like, wow, you're getting a little like, you're getting better up here in your head, right? (laughs) And that's just the start, because that triggers spirituality and conscious understanding, which triggers understanding of the universe, and which relates to other beings. So it's really laid out in a list of how things are going to go. So then it gets to exactly where it's supposed to be for humans.
0: Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And Um, So really, it it sounds like what you're saying is where people can start is just to start to work on themselves and find that guidance, right?
1: Yeah. 100%. And that's why if you could take anything from this and you're listening is the Federation needs you, especially if you're a starseed, they need you. So you need to do this your way. Don't do it the human earthly way because you aren't used to most of you, especially if this is your first incarnation, you're not used to earthly standards. You're like, how do you guys not love unconditionally? How do you guys not like, like the whole LGBTQ stuff, especially to Andromedans, it's like normal. It's like, yeah, Yeah. you could be, you could be any, um, gender or, um, like any sexuality. It's just like, we love you for who you are. But here, that's a completely new concept that Andromedans already went through and now Earth is going through. So it's like we're going through this whole learning process and everybody expanding their awareness of everything and learning just as a teenager has to learn how to be an adult. That's what humanity is doing right now. So for you, we need you. So make sure you do things your way and find your way of doing things because your way is unique and where you're from, you're bringing that energy to humans. So you are an important galactic ambassador and the Federation sees you and you probably already do work with them. So just put that message out there, ask for your next assignment and you're ready to go.
0: <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Um, Can you please uh leave everybody with a way to find you? I know Instagram is your main thing, but you do have a YouTube channel as well, right?
1: Mm-hmm. You guys can find me on Instagram. I'm King Cash. And my YouTube is King Cash's. If you guys want, you can go to my Instagram. And then under my link, uh, all my socials are there. So you guys could message me on Snapchat. I have open DMs there. Um, I have TikTok and YouTube. Instagram is my main hub. So you'll find everything there. But yes, I'm excited to make more content. I'm actually told I should be making way more related to all this stuff. Because I'm just getting more. I'm allowed to talk more about deeper stuff that people weren't ready for. So get ready for a lot more stuff related to this. So thank you for having me and able to oh, yeah. allow me to speak about this stuff here.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. It's my pleasure. And um, I'm excited to see what comes next. What are you are going to talk about in your next uh, content there. Yeah. So yes, exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Your life is your greatest work of art, and it all relates back to the sacred